are talking to Paul Scanlon, CEO of Legion M, the only fan-owned entertainment company, or actually at least the first fan-owned entertainment company in the world. How you doing today, Paul? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Uh, I'm fantastic, man. You guys have been doing some fun stuff. I mean, Mandy's an instant classic. You know, you got the girl with no name, a Jay and Silent Bob reboot. And the one that, that really caught my eye was the crossover with Fox Searchlight for Tolkien. Oh, yeah. We're super excited uh, on the Tolkien project. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. Uh, how'd that come about? Especially because, you know, that, that de- I know it came about before the deal was done with Fox and Disney. But, you know, especially during that this transitional period with the film coming out May 10th, uh, how is that working out for you guys? Are there future projects yeah. that are still going to come along? Or is Disney just going to yeah. put the kibosh on all that? No, uh, you know, it looks like Fox Searchlight's going to be kept intact, uh, uh, even post-acquisition. Uh, so I think uh, I think they're in a good place. You know, the, it's, it's fortunate for them that the, uh, the Disney team doesn't really have anything um, similar to what Fox Searchlight does at the, and playing at that level. Uh, so they're, they're a real asset, I think, to uh, Disney. I don't know if they'll end up rebranding it or, you know, um, but, you know, that's, that's all, I guess, to, remains to be seen. But, yeah, the team we're working with is, um, is, is still fired up and, you know, they haven't made any changes and they're still moving forward. And you asked about the, you know, the relationship. We, we've actually been um, wanting to work with Fox Searchlight because we really admire uh, what they do and they, they actually, um, make a lot of investments and distribute a lot of, uh, projects that are kind of right in our wheelhouse. Right. Uh, so uh, the relationship dates all the way back to, uh, Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we were very close to, uh, consummating a relationship, um, with Shape of Water. This was, you know, a, a bit of time ago. Uh, after, you know, it had premiered at Toronto, we were having discussions with them even before seeing the movie, being kind of massive Guillermo del Toro fans, uh, myself being kind of one of the biggest, um, you know, we, we wanted to kind of have that conversation with them and we were really pushing for that because, you know, one of the things that you know about our community is that we, we take their pulse. Mm-hmm. on all the time, you know, on what their interest is and what they're interested in. And, you know, Guillermo had always tested really high on our, like, you know, we put out in our impulse platform, we'll put out a, a note that just says, if we could work with any director in Hollywood uh, or beyond, you know, like help us prioritize who we should be uh, targeting. And, you know, Guillermo's always at the top of the list. So, we were very close to uh, doing a deal with uh, Fox Searchlight, but because Legion M is a fairly unique new model, uh, they were still kind of wrapping their head around, like, what we do and what it means for them. Um, so we ultimately, we, we did end up having, a like, a really lightweight relationship on Shape of Water, and they, uh, Fox Searchlight asked for our help uh, in kind of... Um, you know, releasing uh, Shape of Water originally and just really primarily gave us um, some screening uh, with Guillermo doing a, a Q&A afterward. And, and it was a little bit of a, um, almost like a test for Fox Searchlight. They wanted to, like, see, okay, you know, how, how impactful is your audience? Because, right. you know, one thing just to, to keep in mind, 
Fox Searchlight doesn't need investors in their film. No, and not at all. They're the $20 really million. Dollar, well, they do yeah. $20 million in under pictures, so, yeah, they don't need anybody. Yeah, they don't need anybody. They don't, you know, and so... And but it's one of the interesting things about Legion M that we're that we're really bullish about is, you know, there are a lot. Sometimes the best projects, the best investments in Hollywood aren't looking for money, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, the projects that are looking for money, there still could be good, great investments there, but that's where you end up in, you know, where where probability of success gets a little more variable. But projects that don't need money usually uh, are, you know, on on very solid footing and with a director like Guillermo and, you know, and Fox just, you know, knowing what they're capable of doing typically isn't willing to share that with anyone else. But if we can demonstrate our value and convince them that we're a partner worth sharing with because the the amount they're going to give up by allowing us to get involved is exceeded by the value we bring, then we've really kind of accomplished something. And so, like I said, we were close on Shape of Water, didn't get it over the finish line. Uh, really bummed that we didn't because, as you know, that film ended up going on to win Best Picture. Yeah, that it uh, but did. So I, I think it's, yeah, it says something about our taste, though. Like, yeah. we, we were aggressively pursuing it and wanted to, you know, wanted to be a part of it. Uh, and we got close, but now we've, you know, we've, you know, we, we, we kind of went through that process with Fox. We, uh, we demonstrated our impact. They ended up being like really impressed with our ability to, to move the needle on Shape of Water, even in the small way that we did. And we sold out all those screenings and they, they were a massive success. And so, uh, this was, this was the next project that we started talking to them about. And we're just, you know, we're, we're really glad to get it, you know, get it to the point where now we get to really prove with Fox Searchlight, you know, what, what kind of impact we can have. Right. And it, it's exciting to see this happening because it does shake up the entire industry uh, with Disney creating a monopoly, which, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of Disney and I, I like what the movies they're, they're putting out. Still can't believe the federal government let that go through. Uh, as, as a monopoly, but yeah. you know, I can't say I can't say uh, I blame them if they can take over. Um, and you know, you have a cult class, instant cult classic with Mandy. I mean, Nicolas Cage. Uh, you know, we had joked several times that when he does, you know, these type of fan favorite, uh, almost schlocky films, he should be Nick Cage. And then when he does something so amazing and worthwhile of the Coppola name, he should be listed as Nicolas Coppola in the credits. Just going back and forth with it. Yeah, so Mandy would fall under which ca- category? Hopefully the Coppola uh, category, right? With as much money as it made for you guys, I would definitely say Coppola at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, uh, we, you know, I, I think, it, but it was kind of a blend of the two, really, because yes. he's, uh, his, his performance in that film is extraordinary. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, we're obviously very biased, mm-hmm. but we think it's, it's the performance of his lifetime. Right. One of them anyway. What? Yeah. We're, we're really grateful. Yeah. Well, as you should be, I mean, you guys are making money. You took an idea that people would have thought would have been dead in the water and made it successful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can't take all the credit for that. I mean, we got to give uh Panos, the director. I mean, he really, you know, it's one of these things that, like, with Legion M, the way we look at it 
is our because we have a community of fans and we're 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 ready to engage behind projects that we really love and support. You know, the difference is that we can't make a bad movie good. Right. right? I mean, if the director makes a bad movie, it's, you know, we might help kind of, uh, you know, uh, reduce the downside risk in that scenario because we'll still have some support for the film. But we really feel like we can make a good movie a hit. Right. And, you know, and I think in the case of Mandy, it was a, this kind of perfect laboratory test for us because we had a good movie that didn't have a marketing budget. Right. Right. I mean, RLJ was doing the day and day release. Their model is to do that. They find good movies and they, that, that was kind of, you know, how it came out of Sundance with, with that deal in place. Um, so it was kind of a nice, uh, test mm-hmm. to see, okay, well, we've got this film, really the only, marketing support that it has is the legion right right? the legion is going to back it and kind of help get the word out and thankfully it is a good movie so that you know we could turn it into the hit that it's become right you know let's step back a little bit in time though let's go back to 2012 yeah so here's this idea of we want to make movies that the fans want to watch but the fans are going to fund it yeah Mm -hmm. how hard of a sell is this because people sit there and like, I'll give you know, here's my twenty bucks to go to the movies. Uh, we're going on the high yep. end side, you know. Entertain me, you know. Please me in this type of, you know, entitled fan entitlement in the sense that I paid you my money now. Entertain me. How do you yep. take that model and go? You know, not only are we going to entertain you, you're going to pay twice for it because not you're going to fund it <laughs> and you're going to pay to see it in the theater again. Well, the big difference, yeah, I mean, it's for us, the big difference is you're going to invest in it. So you're going to own a piece of it. And, you know, our goal, like this isn't like Kickstarter where, you know, people are contributing and maybe getting a T-shirt or something. They're getting actual shares in the company. And, you know, while Legion M, we're a startup and we're swinging for the fences, um, our goal is to create a company that is massively valued, valuable. So if you think about it, um, our Legion M, like if you look at our logo, the M has a bar over it, which is the Roman numeral for one million. Mm-hmm. Our goal is to unite one million fans to co-own an entertainment company. And if you think about that, right now, the average investor puts about $500 as an investment into Legion M. So it doesn't get you free tickets. What it gets you is is equity in the company, and there are a lot of exclusives and things that we can do and invitations to premieres and things like that. But as an investor, your your ability to support the projects that we get behind completely changes the probability for success of our project. Okay. And so if you fast forward, like when we get to our million goal, which we're convinced we will get to, We'll have raised $500 million to invest in projects that have a million people emotionally and financially invested in them. That's our built-in fan base. That's our built-in audience. So in Hollywood, as you know, the thing, you know, the thing that rules the day in in our era is the built-in audience. That's Mm -hmm. why Marvel and Star Wars and all these things can be so massively successful. And if you look at their, Success, meaning their prob, you know, probability for success and the margins and the amount of money they make by having that built-in audience is just it's 
It's extraordinary. Right. So what we want to do with Legion M is we want to change the map. <laughs> if we can invest in new original IP, brand new project like Girl With No Name or Mandy, <laughs> and we can attach an audience to those things, <laughs> we can create the next Star Wars franchise. We can create, you know, the next Marvel franchise instead of just replicating it. We can create those things, and they will be value and IP that the company owns that's owned by the fans, the audience that's going to see it. Okay. And so we think that that company, you know, that we're aiming to create could be one of the most influential entertainment companies on the planet. Okay. Now, we're still a startup, so statistically, you know, <laughs> the odds are still against us, but, you know, so far it's uh, it's – it's been really, you know, amazing so far. All right. Well, I, I like the concept of it. Now, let's say I have $500 to invest. All right. I, is 500 yep. the bare minimum or what's the bare minimum? No, no. $100 <clears throat> is the minimum. Okay. Um, and by the way, you can also join for free. So we don't require anyone to invest if you <laughs> want to get involved. Okay. Uh, and, and if you join as a free member, what that does is it allows you to join our community, be a part of it, uh, come to our events, get access to some of the exclusive perks and things like that. The only difference is if we're successful in creating what we think could be, you know, this highly valuable entertainment company, uh, you won't own a piece of it. So we really want the, the ownership aspect of it isn't something we ever – like try to talk someone into it really okay. just needs to be something that they believe in. Okay. Um, but we also, you know, we're also very pragmatic um, and, and transparent about the risks associated with it. And so we don't want anyone investing more than they can afford to lose. If we're not successful, we warn people that it's not a good place for your IRA or your, <laughs> you know, a 401k or college savings plans or anything like that. Um, and it is, you know, what, what we want to do is we want to redefine what it means to be a shareholder. You know, our investors are, you know, if we're successful, they'll get a, you know, probably an extraordinary return on investment, but we can't guarantee that. Okay. What we can guarantee is that being a part of Legion M is really, you get a lot of emotional ROI. Now you're a part of the team that gets to, you know, you're welcome to come to Sundance, hang out at our lounge with us go to the premiere for Mandy, meet Nicolas Cage. You're part of that community that's doing that. Mm -hmm. You know, and when we release Girl With No Name or this weekend at WonderCon, you know, we'll have probably hundreds of our community will come out. They'll get together. We have multiple meetups. We have a movie releasing this weekend. We're also doing Tolkien screenings. Uh, so people will be able to get tickets to that. I mean, there's, there's actually quite a lot of, you know, fun um, kind of, we have this expression at Legion M that having fun can be good business, mm -hmm. right? So going to WonderCon and going to screenings and meeting other people can be really fun. Right. That doing that and having a big audience and a community that's coming together to do that and demonstrating and getting the the word out about our project, that's also really good business for us. Right. I like that. Now let's say I have the five hundred dollars to invest. And you've hit yep. your one million members. And your yep. next film, let's say, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot 2. 2.0. Yep. Let's just call it 2.0. Yep. Hits yep. and makes, uh, you know, ten, $10 million production, uh, makes $50 million at the box office. Yep. 
you've hit your $1 million. I've invested $500. We've hit our $500 million mark. What is my return on investment or expected return on investment based on the film? Yeah, so your your return on investment would be based on the slate of film and, mm-hmm. and the overall, like, company. It's kind of like, um, you know, if you bought shares in Tesla early mm-hmm. on, you're not – your return isn't based on how many, you know, of the – you know, Tesla X did they sell? It's how, how well is the company overall doing? So in our case, you know that that forty million profit or whatever uh, the income from that movie would come back into the company mm-hmm. to be reinvested in more projects with the goal to create something. You know that frankly could be as big as Disney someday. Right. Um, but you know, and and so your your return on investment would come from the growth in share price. And at some point, if we're that profitable, you know, we might be paying dividends uh, to shareholders. But okay. again, that's not something we can, like the SEC doesn't allow us to like promise that to anyone. Right. And, and we wouldn't want anyone investing with that expectation of in course. the near term anyway. Right. But at least, you know, uh, there's potential for that down the road. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that we've seen that that makes us like really is really very encouraging is like when we look at the case studies that we have so far so we started with colossal and we're a relatively small community at that point in time but we had an impact right and we can kind of you know with the data that we have we can kind of estimate what our impact was on that project then we did bad samaritan there was a similar type of scenario we're about twice the size then we did mandy you know our as we look at that impact growing, mm-hmm. you know, our estimate, and this is just purely rough math is, and, and it, and it has, there should be plenty of caveats on this because it really just depends if, if people stay engaged and are willing to, you know, uh, continue to support our projects the way they do today. So mm-hmm. if we get a third of the way to our million dollar or million, uh, commu- million people in the community goal, mm-hmm. You know, our ability to move the box office just with our own community, not including the sort of, you know, impact that might come from the fact that it's a Guillermo movie or whoever it is, just literally from our our community and and backing it will be about $18 million. Okay. So if we can reliably drive $18 million in box office on our project, Mm -hmm. you know, what we're doing is we're changing the the probability for success so our you know hollywood's a hit driven business so you know it's kind of like venture capital investment you need to make 10 investments plan on eight of them like barely breaking even maybe losing money but two of them are going to make up for you know everything else Mm -hmm. and in our case if we can we're going to have if we make 10 investments we're going to have those two that you know are breakout successes uh and they're probably potentially because they, they started with our community, you know, slightly more expensive. But if we can change the downside risk, then we've completely changed the formula for success. Mm-hmm. And changing those odds even slightly puts us at a massive advantage in the industry because, you know, the only other franchises that have that competitive advantage are the things that have a built-in audience and, you know, it it's no secret how valuable they are because they have that. They know what their downside risk is. Now let's pick on somebody other than Disney uh, in, in the <laughs> scenario that I'm going to give you. 
they're, they're only fresh in our mind because they're right across the street from where we're going to be this weekend at WonderCon. Uh, you know, oh, good. You're going to be there. I'm going to be there. Unfortunately, I couldn't come to the booth to talk to you tomorrow. That's why we're doing the phoner today. And, um, you know, but I could, I could probably swing by Sunday at Are least to say to hi. Are you coming to the screening? Are you coming to the screening? What time is the screening? Well, we've got, we've got three screenings, actually. Oh, okay. We have uh, Field Guide to Evil. We're doing Field Guide to Evil releases. So it's actually right. in theaters and... I think we've got some meetups around it. Um, I'll have Rob follow up with you uh, okay. separately. And, no problem. Uh, and then we're also, we have the Tolkien uh, screening. And have you seen Tolkien yet? I'm seeing it next Thursday at the Fox lot. Okay. Got yeah. It. But yeah. if it's, if it's You're this weekend, I might it's try to swing really by and see it early. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're welcome to do that. I'll, uh, I'll have Rob follow up with you on that. That'll be great. Um, all right. So instead of picking on Disney, since they're across the street and, you know, again, they, they just <laughs> bought out Fox because this is the big news. Uh, we're going to pick on yep. Lionsgate for a second. You know, Lionsgate is okay. a smaller subsidiary of Viacom. And, yep. and Lionsgate does small movies a la Fox Searchlight. And they see what you, you're doing and you've hit your one third projection, say, in 2022. You know, we'll, we'll extend it out to 2022. What would prevent Liongate from come in and say, you know what? We're buying out um, 30% of Legion M. Uh, what would prevent them? Or what would prevent you from well, allowing them to do so? Yeah, I mean, we would um, – so we have uh, – well, the way it's – I mean, it, it's hard to predict, like, exactly how – things will sort of unfold between now and then, but you know, we can, uh, we have control over who invests in us. Um, so in that type of scenario, especially someone, you know, they wouldn't be taking a, um, uh, they'd have to buy those shares from someone, mm-hmm. right? So they would either be buying them from us or from a group of investors. Either way, if they're buying them from us, it would be something that we wouldn't do without our investors kind of voting on or doing some sort of kind of getting their insight. Uh, we'd want to kind of look at the value that they're willing to pay and what we might get out of that relationship and if it was worthwhile. And then we'd, you know, as a community, we'd make a decision whether we thought that would uh, be a good choice or not. I mean, just... You know, to put it out there, we've already had, you know, major studios kind of approach us. We haven't done anything mm-hmm. um, like like that, uh, but we have had, you know, major studios and, you know, smaller, very well-known kind of um, investors in the in the entertainment space. Um, I think we've we've caught the eye of <laughs> of a fair number of people, but we, you know, we really feel like we're we're just getting started. Mm-hmm. You know, we we feel like the uh, the opportunity is still in front of us. You know, we're in the top of the first inning, as we say. Um, so we have a long way to go, but you know, hopefully, as we keep growing and proving our model. You know, there will be interesting, you know, that'll be a, a sign of success if something like that is, is happening. But I don't know that it would ever happen, you know, without us agreeing to it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like a hostile takeover. Right. Because I, I want to know, you know, this is fan driven and, you know, and the goal is one million people to be influential in this guaranteeing X amount of butts and seats for movies. And then someone like Lionsgate comes in and go, you know what? Uh, we're going to buy 30% of the shares and then try to turn you mainstream Hollywood. 
Like that's the stuff that you know people well, wonder the good about. Well, news is if they bought if they bought thirty percent of the shares, they you know they wouldn't have a controlling state. And you know nobody can make our community do anything. You right. know, it's it's even we know that like that it's everyone has free will, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're which is one of the reasons why for us, like a lot of people say, oh, I bet you're just going to raise that money and then do, you know, whatever project you want to do. And it's, and our attitude is like, well, how short-sighted would that be right. for us? Because for us, the the crowd, the, the community, it's not just a way to raise capital. Right. We really see it as the source of our superpower. What mm-hmm. gives Legion MR value is the size and engagement of that community. If it's big and engaged, we're a valuable company. If it's not, we're not a valuable company. So for us, you know, our number one priority is to be engaging and listening to that community. I I would bet, I mean, I can't say for sure, but you know, we've heard it from our community. If you asked anyone in our community, they'd say, oh, absolutely. I mean, they, they feel like they have a voice. They get to, you know, provide input on things. We, you know, if we're making big strategic decisions, we'll put that out. We actually, you know, we're we're working on our animated credit uh, right now, our production credit, and it's a photo mosaic. Well, that includes a photo from everyone that wants to put a photo into that, a photo of themselves into the mosaic. But it's also even the type of thing where we say, look, we're working on the creative and we're willing to pay, um, you know, a $500 uh, reward plus a uh you know if we can feature your photo in the in the animated credit uh to anyone that that recommends a good like provides us a storyboard that we use uh mm-hmm. when we and so we have this way of of kind of collecting creative input from the community and and providing a a, a benefit back to them I like that. Yeah, because, you know, there's always that question of the what if and, you know, fear from from fans. I always tell everybody, vote with your yep. dollars. And it drives me crazy when my friends will sit there and you know they don't want to see the movie. You know they've already decided that the movie is going to be bad, yet they still go to the theater and complain about it. And I was like, They're well, if you don't. They're still paying for it. Right. I'm like, <laughs> exactly. You do realize that you vote with your dollars. So the less money the movie yeah. makes, there's not going to be a sequel for X franchise. Yeah, and exactly. and they'll give the fans what they want. If you still go and see, you know, I, I'll pick on Paramount with Transformers 4 because I didn't like Transformers 4. Yep. Yep. If you didn't like Transformers 4, well, I had to as, as press, but my friends went and paid for it. Oh, yeah. You know, and I was like, you knew you didn't like 2 and 3. Why are you paying for 4? Well, I like Transformers. Well, then you can't complain because you got what you paid for if you saw the last two and what was coming with the fourth one. Yeah, no, I I agree. You know, one of the, uh, like a really good case in point on on this, um, (laughs) that we're still, we have an announcement that we'll be making hopefully soon. Um, But we, we announced at Sundance this year that we're using our scout platform to find a movie to acquire. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and we used it and it was, you know, this was a kind of maiden voyage of the official kind of scout rollout. We had used it in the past just to kind of um, understand what people are interested in. Uh, but this time around, we actually went with the goal that we're going to Sundance. We're hunting with, with some distributors. Uh, we want to find a project that we can back that, that the Legion is interested in. Um, 
And so instead of, you know, just the Legion M small executive team going and like kind of trying to determine what we thought was the best film for the Legion, we, we put 117 features into the platform, you know, just the, the information, the, the background, the, the, you know, cast, the description, any trailers or anything. We let the community vote on it. We had over 45,000 votes across these 117 films and, and like detailed votes. When I say votes, it's not just like, oh, I like this one over that one. It was, you know, ratings, um, how, how, uh, how viable do you think it would be uh, for for the kind of general audience? What was your interest? You know, male, female, age. We have all the all this data. And then we invited anyone that could get to Sundance to come out and go watch these movies. So we had two parts of Scout. One is, you know, tell us what you think of all the movies premiering there. And number two is, if you can come, go see these movies, write a review, tell us what you think meet up with us. We had meetings every day uh, to discuss it. Um, and it's, it's really compelling. You know, we, we, uh, we haven't announced it yet, but we're, we're, we, cause we haven't finalized the deal yet, but we have uh, an offer that is in the process of being accepted for a film that tested well with our scouts that we're going to own the rights for distribution together with a, uh, and we're just doing a 50, 50 partnership with this distributor. And it's, It'll be an interesting, you know, scenario to see how that does when we bring it to market. Beautiful. Paul, I'm going to leave you with this. What can we expect from Legion M this weekend at WonderCon? And where can we find Legion M and yourself if you'd like to share that on social media? Yeah, absolutely. So we are uh, we're super excited about WonderCon. Man, we've got so many things we're announcing. Uh, we're going to be... Um, we're going to be talking about Tolkien, of course. We're also releasing Field Guide to Evil, so that'll be uh, coming out. And uh, at our panel tomorrow, I'm pretty sure we're going to be announcing a new a new project. It's very early, uh, but it's uh, it's something that again came through our Legion community. It was an idea that bubbled up, uh, and that we listened and we said, okay, you know, this sounds like sounds like an interesting project. Enough people have rallied around it. We're going to go try to make something with it. And so we're, you know, we have that. We're going to talk about it uh, with the screenwriter this weekend. Um, and then, you know, we're going to be doing the uh, the Tolkien uh, screening. Uh, and then, um, yeah, and then pretty soon, hopefully, we'll be uh, announcing uh, that film that we did uh, with Scott. And if people want to find us, uh, we're, you know, Legion M official on all the kind of uh, social net, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and then um, you can also find us at legionm.com. And on that website, you know, we've got all the information. And if you ever want to keep track of, like, what we've been up to, we keep a running diary on our – our blog is on our main page just below the, the hero images, and it can scroll down for eternity. Uh, just basically everything we've been up to, we want to keep our investors updated on – everything that's happening. We also send out emails and updates and investor updates and these things. But yeah, that website's a, a pretty, uh, pretty valuable place to, to find what we've been up to. Perfect. Thank you so much, Paul Scanlon, CEO of Legion M. You got a lot of things coming down the pipe and I can't wait to see what you got for us. Awesome. Thank you. No, <laughs> we appreciate your support too. And, uh, and hopefully we'll see you this weekend. Uh, fingers crossed, you know, at the very latest will be Sunday for sure. Okay. All, All right. right. Take care. Thank you, you for having us on. Oh, absolutely. Right, bye. Bye-bye.